I I saw a, a thirty for thirty about it. Yeah, it's definitely before my time, but it just what? Why would he? <laughs> why? What? Why would he? Uh, why would he do that? Hello and welcome to a World Series special edition of Battery Mates, uh, not to be confused with a special World Series edition of Battery Mates. This is Toby <laughs> from, uh, let's just say America, and uh, Matthew, you are over there in, uh, you're on your way to Scotland. Well, I'm in England right now, but I will be on my way to Scotland. Um, it's currently 10pm in the UK. I'm going tomorrow at 9 a.m., I have not packed. That is a problem for me, but um, I, there's nowhere I'd rather be than in England or Scotland talking to you. <laughs> uh, the only thing you need to pack are, I think, kilts and haggis is my understanding of the the general, general terrain uh, and what you need in Scotland. Is that right? Yeah. Do you know that haggis um, only have... Uh, uh, they have well, they have two legs. Obviously, they wouldn't be able to walk anywhere. Like that. One leg is a lot longer than the other because they live in hills, and so to sort of stay upright, evolutionary-wise, they've grown one leg a lot longer than the other, so they can run along the side of a hill without sort of tilting over. Okay, I have so many questions. I do not want to make this episode entirely about haggis, but um, just quick question: Haggis is an animal. Yeah, yes. Runs <laughs> around in the Highlands. Yeah. Runs around in the Highlands. <laughs> I thought haggis was okay. I thought haggis was like a a dish made of meat. But it's an animal. Yeah. I mean that's like well, bacon is a dish made of meat, isn't it? I mean still right. you still have to get it from a pig, don't you? Well no right. I mean, I, that's what I thought. I didn't think it was like a uh we don't call them bacons though. That's true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Um, I've learned anyway. something today, and so have a lot of. I bet you I'm not the only one in Battery Mates Nation who didn't know that haggis was people, an animal. People, Google it. Google it. Well, I, I'm going to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's the? We everybody's been demanding that we do um, more postseason content. Um, we we you know, I was preoccupied because my team was in it for a little while there. Uh, then I had no interest whatsoever in recording after we got knocked out. Um, so we're we're a week 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 out from Guardian. Yeah, Peter. but I mean, just in time as, for the World Series. As any listener to Battery Mates over the course of this season will will be able to attest, I lost interest in baseball <laughs> in July. So I, I I have been I have enjoyed the postseason though because there's loads of teams to root against, and there's almost nothing more enjoyable than rooting against teams. Unfortunately. The results have now gone against me, and this is one of the worst possible World Series matchups that you could, I could have feared. It's, it's a total disaster. Imagine a world in which I have to cheer on the team that plays Bryce Harper. I mean, it's 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 horrendous. <laughs> it is a horrendous day in America or England. Yeah, and he's had quite a uh, a postseason run here. Um... He's been hard to miss. All right, all right. Okay, all right, Toby. <laughs> well, let's just, <laughs> let's, since we last discussed baseball, what, what's happened? Here's what's transpired. Uh, in case you just missed, you're, you're, you like baseball enough to <laughs> listen to this podcast, but 
just don't pay attention at all of the season. Imagine, um, imagine if imagine if 100% of your baseball consumption was via Battery Mix podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what a nation. <laughs> oh, uh, we I think that I think they would be very well educated baseball fans and probably <laughs> but very in in uh uh I get infrequently updated. Um but okay, so the wild card rounds um in Cleveland, we swept the Tampa Bay Rays, which I, you know, I think all of, uh, let me get this right, all of three runs, four runs were scored in that entire series. <laughs> um, there was a 15-inning game, which I, I took in in person, um, that ended on a, on a Oscar Gonzalez home run, which was great. Uh, Seattle swept the Toronto Blue Jays, um, and that was an amazing series. That was a quite, I mean, if, if you are just now catching up, go watch the highlights from game two of that series holy cow um it was like maybe uh, that was one for the ages and then um san diego uh took actually was the only series to go three games they, they beat the mets in three games um in new york and then philadelphia in st louis swept them um which brings us to the division rounds you know uh those of you taking notes i'll slow down I'll pause for a second Okay, division rounds. Uh, Houston swept Seattle uh, uh, after having five days off from their um, getting the, the bye for the playoffs. Um, we'll get back to the Yankees and Guardians in a second here. Uh, Philadelphia, you know, as you all know now, are in the World Series, so they defeated Atlanta in four games, and the Padres upset the Dodgers in four games, which is quite, as uh, you'll we'll hear about in a minute, um, a lot of people upset about these results. Um, and then I was upset personally about the Yankees defeating the Guardians in five games. But again, the only one that went five games uh, of that round, uh, it was a pretty epic five games at that. Um, and more on that in a minute from our Cleveland correspondent, me. Um, but that's, <laughs> that brings us to our championship series round, which just finished uh, a couple days ago. Um, Houston absolutely demolished the Yankees in four games. Uh, I don't think... I mean, the Yankees had a lead in the last game a couple times, uh, but it didn't didn't really feel like it was possible to beat that behemoth uh, Houston team. Um, and then the Phillies kind of walked all over the Padres as well. They they was, took five games for them, but they they won in five. And the World Series starts Friday in Houston. Um, so, uh, Matthew, I don't know if you have thoughts on the post the postseason so far. Um, I. Uh... I, I, I've got to say, I do like um, hearing the uh, the words, the World Series starts on Friday in Houston, because last time you said that to me, <laughs> it was the start of something special. <laughs> but I don't think that's what's going to be the case this time around. Do you know, I, I feel a little bit like it was a little random this time. I know we're going to talk about um, Yankees Western in a moment, but I just I just feel like none of these series went the way I thought they were going to go and they went there hard. And I'm just, <laughs> I, I, you know, I was kind of taken a little bit aback by, um, by some of the results. It just felt, it just felt a little random this year. Maybe, is that because that's just the way the postseason goes sometimes? Um, or, or is it like the expansion of the playoffs or, or I don't know. It just, it just felt a little random. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, I would say I would counter that 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 was the case in the National League, but in the American League, basically, the team that should have won won. Um, except you could make the argument that maybe Toronto should have beaten the the Mariners in that first wild card round, but 
that was pretty that one was pretty evenly matched and we were evenly matched with the rays but you know we had the better record um i don't know uh, it, but the yankees should have beaten the guardians and they did houston should have beaten the mariners and they did houston should have beaten the yankees and they did so i i it's hard to say it's it, we'll get to this but um this postseason expansion there's a lot of reasons to be upset about it um, or, you know, not to love it, but I'm not sure it's unfair as some people are claiming it is. Um, but should we talk, should we dive in on the guardians? Cause I, I do want to update. I know now that I've convinced, <laughs> I've convinced, you know, the tens of thousands of you out there um, who are, are, have been fervently rooting on the Cleveland guardians in their first ever season as the Cleveland guardians uh, in this postseason. I, I spent two episodes back to back kind of, making the case for you to be pulling for the guardians to, to, to go as far as they can, they could. And, um, I would say they did, they did pretty well. They lived up to the expectations, um, that I set. I think, um, it was a pretty, you know, we had, like I said, a 15 inning game where it was scoreless through 14 and a half innings. (laughs) Um, uh, and then a man who walks up to the SpongeBob SquarePants song, uh, hit, hit a walk-off home run. Uh, <laughs> that will never get old. And it will never get old uh, for, for people, for fans who followed the season uh, and followed Oscar Gonzalez all season and knew that was what he did. Uh, for the national media and people on Twitter to be like, did he just walk up to the SpongeBob SquarePants song? What the hell? <laughs> was very delightful. Um, and then he also capped the... Uh, three-run ninth-inning comeback in Game 3 against the Yankees. Game 2 and Game 3 were both pretty amazing games for Cleveland uh, against the Yankees. I mean, they were the ones we won. Um, but it was the uh, – the, the both both were comeback victories. Um, game 2 was a little bit more normal. But Game 3, it felt like we were out of the game from the beginning. Um, and we somehow came back and beat their, their, um, their bullpen uh, in the ninth with – just like – chipping away like we always do like little cheap little singles and, and um uh you know bloopers that fall um and some and taking advantage of some, some bad defense from the yankees um it's just how the guardians have played all year and uh so it was pretty amazing and then i don't know if you i don't know how closely you followed it matthew but there was an, a moment in game four where um josh naylor hit a home run off garrett cole did you see this i did not i was fast asleep <laughs> Um, well, you I love the, I love you, and I love the Guardians, but not enough to watch baseball at two a.m. I didn't expect you to be watching it in real time. I don't think, but um, <laughs> the highlight was I mean, I... made the rounds, <laughs> and the reason it made the rounds is because he hit a hit a home run, and immediately, as as soon as he rounded first base, was like rocking a ba- baby in his arms, um, and yelling quite clearly on the if you're like on the close ups, quite clearly he was yelling. That's my little fucking son. That's my fucking son. That's my little fucking son. Um, and we didn't know what that meant. Uh, I didn't know what that meant. And uh, Cleveland Guardians beat writer Mandy Bell uh, tweeted that uh, Tristan McKenzie had told her what that meant a couple a couple weeks ago. Uh, it, it, he every time he hits a home run, he refers to the pitcher he hit it off of as his little son, uh, like I'm your daddy. Um, but this was pretty demonstrative and pretty aggressive. Um, and I love Josh Naylor. I think he's insane. Uh, but he, he, easy, he, he went a little over the line and it's worth noting. It didn't give us the lead. We were still losing by a run at this point. 
uh, and we would not come back to win that game. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so he got booed pretty hard in, in Yankee Stadium uh, the next the next uh, couple games or the next couple days. There were only one, <laughs> one more game, but uh, it was pretty epic. And I'm sure it's not the last we'll be hearing of uh, Josh Naylor talking about his little fucking son. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to talk about two other things. One is the weather in New York. Are people familiar with New York weather? Uh, apparently it's just awful. And I can't imagine people having to live there year round. Um, it was, you know, I, <laughs> it was, there were two games postponed in our five game series um, due to rain. And um, there was a post uh, delay in the, in game four of the ALCS due to rain. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not saying maybe they need a dome, but you know, people give Cleveland shit for their weather. I'm telling you, New York had some bad weather this month. Um, very convenient for the Yankees, though. Uh, they uh, so I will say this: they they had an incredible advantage because they had the buy. Um, they had because they they had a buy of the first round, and we did not. Uh, the the game one matchup was Garrett Cole versus our three starter. Uh, and Gary Cole got to go on regular rest a second time in the series, and we only got to throw our two best starters once each, um, and we won both those games that, that those best pitchers pitched in. Um, now the Yankees went back on for Game Five because Game Five was canceled due to postponed due to rain for an entire day. They were able to bring back their number Game Two starter on short rest, um, Nestor Cortez, who pitched great um and cleveland could have done that uh but we did we opted not to do that and i think there will be a lot of there has been a lot of second guessing there will be a lot of second guessing on whether tito should have brought beaver back on short rest um uh, you know we could <laughs> i have a lot of thoughts on this um i'll spare better nation on on that front but uh it is interesting that the weather both turned on the yankees giving the like by canceling game two uh, and and essentially stacking up four straight games for the rest of the series, uh, it really uh, you know shifted the advantage to the, the deeper bullpen team, which is which was the Guardians, um, and then took it away by canceling or by postponing Game Five for another day, allowing the original like day off between. It 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 really did uh, end up um, you know uh, teasing us with a, a slight little return advantage that, that never really came to fruition um and so anyway i'm bummed i wish we would have won uh, mostly because i think we could have won you know they were uh the, that yankees team is good but you know they weren't lights uh, light years better than the cleveland guardians um and i think if we you know just would have uh i think we could i think we actually could have won game one and that would have changed uh the entire trajectory of the series but anyway um it's just it's just a bummer because it's the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, obviously you're you're most bummed about the Guardians, but you know the the Guardians seem from afar, um, and you made a good case for this in the last episode. Like quite a special team this year, and the Yankees are just not. They're not a special team, <laughs> even even more this year than than usual. They just they're just very very mercenary this year, and and kind of kind of dull. And I, you know, obviously the Aaron Judge home run chase was kind of interesting, but even that, just everything that they do turns into something slightly unpleasant and slightly, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I'm bummed too. 
I'm bummed too, Toby. I, I'm bummed, and I will say, you know, your point is, you know, uh, th- this is a team I'm, and this season I'm incredibly proud of. I, I, I think this team is uh, overachieved big time. They're a year or two early on their, their contention window. Um, and, you know, I, I, I put it this way to somebody. Um, this, is the, this is the year where there were no expectations, and so it was all house money. Uh, but now, starting this this season, we all the fans have expectations, and so you, they got to compete next year. And even you know, the, even if we don't get as lucky with injuries, if some of these rookies take steps back in their their sophomore years, I, I you know you could see a, a situation where we take a slight step back in this in this uh, trajectory of their their contention window. But I, I, it, at the very least, it'll be fun and hopefully the team spends more money and 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 really makes a go at this but <laughs> we'll have plenty to cover in that in that front in the off season i i, I can i talk about one other thing that was really fucking annoying <laughs> no um, there's always something that's really fucking annoying it was john fucking Heyman, who oh, battery mates nation surprise, surprise. will listen yeah regular listeners will know that we were not happy with him uh in a recent episode because of how he talked about the real home run record um, well, he was back at it again with one of his hot takes um, before it was actually, I think it was before game four of the ALDS. Um, the Guardians were up 2-1. Uh, no, it was after game four because the Yankees had tied it up. And the, the, frame, the, the lead of the, the article was that they were getting out of Cleveland um, you know, by the skin of their teeth, basically. Just barely made it out of Cleveland. Um, uh, and it was so the story is his take is essentially that major league baseball doesn't have the dodgers in the world series they don't have the the braves who just won those they're not, they're not going to be able to repeat so the storylines are quickly evaporating and for major league baseball executives desperately want the yankees to pull this out um and in it i'm going to quote from this story because it is infuriating this is the actual quote that he wrote in a story that was supposed to be published on the internet for other people to read okay The upstart Guardians are a nice story, sure, especially for hardcore fans. But to draw in the casual fan, the historic franchise is a near necessity. Folks either love the Yankees or love to hate them. Indifference is no option. The Yankee Stadium crowd will be ready to give a boost to their $260 million team, which has its hands full with the $60 million Guardians, who deserve a pat on the back for going this far. It's a really nice Midwestern story with their fun and outstanding manager, terrific pitching, and the anonymous band that doesn't ever quit. This isn't always said aloud, but as far as the country is concerned, it's enough already. The Guardians, while deserving of our admiration for getting this far after trading off a trio of stars, including Mr. Smiles himself, Francisco Lindor, editors know his nickname is Mr. Smile, not Mr. Smiles, (laughs) and editors know can remain an, mostly anonymous for another year. The nation wants to see the Yankees back in the World Series, where they where they belong, but haven't been since 2009. That's the so I, I think I skipped around. I, I I may there may be a uh, I may have left a few lines out in there, but that is essentially like uninterrupted screed from uh, John Heyman. <laughs> that is just about it's how the Yankees. Fucking gross. It's gross. He's a national baseball writer, and I know he's based in New York, but that is just absolute trash. This idea that, oh, you know, this $60 million startup <laughs> upstarts, the, the Guardians, it was nice, but come on, let's let the big kids play now, is, is so condescending. Um, 
and letting letting their letting their team be anonymous for another year i just want to i want to throw my my phone across the room when i read that it was just just absolute garbage yeah it's this idea that baseball is a storyline for some soap opera yeah not a sport (laughs) this is (laughs) this is a game you win or you lose it doesn't fucking matter how much money you've got or where you play or you know how glamorous you are in fact that should count against you what a dick i mean i i honestly i i think i see his point that major league baseball would love the 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 yankees and the alcs but i gotta say knowing what we know now the ALCS would, ALCS would have been a lot more interesting had the Guardians gone up against the Astros because the Yankees did nothing against the Astros. <laughs> and I think yeah. the Guardians would at least, you know, I don't think they would have won the series. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot. Um, but I think they would have uh, made it interesting at least a few times. Um, so Right, but also, also MLB wants those teams to, to be in the, the championship series and the World Series. Um for for numbers to make money mm-hmm. and i don't think that that what that's what this game is for <laughs> i right. don't i don't think this game is to make people rich i think this game is to give people enjoyment <laughs> sounds very naive to say that but you know <laughs> I, I fucking like that uh they lost out on their on their big checks yeah they can go fuck themselves <laughs> well i think on that that note maybe we should I, just looking at our sponsor I feel like we should sure. do this now before we get into uh, any more hot water. <laughs> this episode of Battery Mates is brought to you by the World Series, presented by Capital One. Now that there aren't any marquee teams left in consideration, Major League Baseball would like to formally apologize on behalf of our sport and offer a, con- a consolation to any fans still willing to tough it out with us as we try to crown an undeserving world champion. We've teamed up with Capital One for the contest of a lifetime. What's in your wallet? Nay, you're in their wallets. And the they is the Steinbrenners. That's right. One lucky fan who is able to stomach at least four innings of this godforsaken Yankee-less, Dodger-less World Series will win the prize of a lifetime, deciding exactly how much money the Yankees are going to offer Aaron Judge this offseason. Thanks to Capital One and our asshat sports reporters for reminding us why we hate other teams playing in our playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I think they're. I think. I think they have to. They have to resign him, right? They have to resign Judge. They do. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just yes. Um, I mean, I. I would. I mean, I'd almost be happy to chip in some of our sponsorship money. We wouldn't spend <laughs> most of it, but um, we could. We could carve off a, a small percentage and and help them get that over the line i i i um you know i I, this jumps right into our next segment here which is um schadenfreude um which you know there's so much to go around i know the you know the yankees did defeat the guardians so they and they they definitely own josh naylor they really did in that last game it was pretty amazing The, the boos were heavy um but they also booed aaron judge twice in that series twice (laughs) This guy hit sixty-two home runs for them. He's the he carried that team for two fucking months, and they booed him twice. Granted, he did strike out a lot in the postseason, but you know it's Aaron Judge. Yeah, that's it's so it's so I don't know. I'm sure I don't know. I don't know. Has there been a more Yankees moment than that? 
I don't know. It's so bad. It's, it makes me so embarrassed for Aaron Judge, you know? Oh, um, but yeah, so he, now they have to wonder, you know, is he going to resign? I, and I hope he takes a long time to, to make up his mind. I hope they just he keeps them hanging for months. Um, but so that's shade, that's the Schadenfreude number one. The other piece of the Yankees, did you see this? going When they were down 3-0 against the Astros, Aaron Boone um, had his mental skills coach, Ch- Chad Bowling. I, I didn't know off the top of my head I'm reading something. Um, <laughs> just so everybody knows, uh, they had him. He had him sent around the highlights from the 2004 Red Sox Yankees ALCS um, as for motivation. And Matthew, that might not. Did, uh, does that jump out of you as a anything problematic about that? Did you see any any red flags there? Um, this is well before my time, but didn't the Red Sox win that series? Oh yeah, famously. Came back from a three zero deficit against the Yankees <laughs> to win that series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I saw a thirty for thirty about it. Yeah, it's definitely before my time, but it just what? Why would he? Why? Why would he? Uh, why would he do that? I mean, I guess to prove that it was possible. Apparently. Um... Like they did it to us, we'll do it to them, kind of thing. Well, no, I think like, uh, like, look, it happened once before. Let's talk to the team that did it. You know, let's let's look at the team who did it. Leaving out the fact that they did it to us. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, they even FaceTimed David Ortiz, um, who I just learned retired. Did you hear he retired from baseball? No, he hasn't. He hasn't I, retired. I, it was news to me. They would have made a. They would have made a huge deal of it if he if he had retired. They would have. There would have been like a whole hoopla. You'd think. You would think. I don't, but apparently he, well, maybe he's just not playing this postseason. I don't know. Um, we'll get our research team on that. But they FaceTime David Ortiz into Boone's office before the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> the optics alone are worth not doing this. It's worth not doing this. It's worth, see, it's worth having everybody sign NDAs who are involved in this to make sure this story never, ever, ever gets out. Um, <laughs> can you imagine being big big pappy's agent and getting a phone call saying we we want we want mr ortiz to to make a call you're like oh, okay well you know we we can do that but you usually uh this is more expensive than cameo you know like who's it, who's it for well you might want to be sitting down when we ask you this question <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Uh, I, the idea this might have been a cameo is actually really funny to me. That would be actually hilarious if <laughs> the metal skills coach hired David Ortiz on cameo. Um, <laughs> uh, this is from my friend Aaron uh, and his boys. Uh, I understand you're going through something tough right now, uh, and the odds don't look great for you. But you know, uh, that's my that's my big poppy impression. Um, this is good. It's really good. Good. You should be on Cameo. <laughs> do you think we? Could, do you think we could get on Cameo? <laughs> um, yeah, we'd have we'd have very high to compete with our actual advertisers. We'd have to have very high rates, but I'm sure people would pay it. <laughs> if you pay me thirty three dollars, I will say shag those balls to a person of your choice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, one. I, I got to give the Yankees fans at least some credit here. Um, yeah, you saw all the clips coming out of 
Ted Cruz. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That oh, was glorious. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up in the middle of the night to watch that. There were there were several angles. There were several videos because if you look at the some of the pictures, there everybody has their phone out, <laughs> um, and there you can hear some more of the from depending on who's shooting the the, the video. Yeah, uh, you can hear some real choice language. Um, it's I, I got to give it to the Yankees fans. Um, they they roasted him, and I, I honestly. Got some real good zingers in there. Like, I would not have had you and I might not have remembered, like, been able to to pull up some of the stuff they pulled up um, in the moment uh, during a playoff game. I don't know. I got to give kudos to them for that uh, for the treatment of Ted Cruz Yankee Stadium. Yeah, so, credit where credit's due. I mean, even even the worst people in the world can be pretty great sometimes. <laughs> I, well, uh, just a really quick uh, rapid fire Schadenfreude here. Um, the the Mets get you know the Mets yeah. get a little bit of this. I know you enjoy this. They won 101 games. Um, the the I love that this the headline in the the post. Um, All those wins mean nothing as Mets fail to show up for do or die game. And the headline is 101 damnations because <laughs> they won 101 games. Yeah, like what? Uh, it's so, uh, it's so funny. Um, and then uh, going uh, across the Yankees West, um, they they won a hundred and eleven games, <laughs> and only one playoff game. Um, and there was an actual L.A. Times article before they got knocked out. Uh, and and I I've been told I actually have not read the actual article because who has the time? But. Um, the the tweet I'm told was a little misleading. It wasn't actually what the opinion piece was, the case that the opinion piece was making. But the tweet is Hall of Fame level bad. And I'm gonna the tweet is, if there was ever a case for canceling the playoffs and, and awarding a championship to one team because it was so clearly better than all the others, the 2002 2022 Los Angeles Dodgers would be it. <laughs> oh, oh, what did it were? L.A. That's, Times that's opinion not, page. That's not. That's not how this works. <laughs> <laughs> also, so clearly better than every other team did not beat the Padres in five games. Like, I- I'm sorry. Like, that's. I'm sure they are a better team on paper. They had a better season, but in those five games, they were not the better team. And so, that's how the playoffs work. Um, anyway, we'll cover more about the postseason expansion and all the offseason intrigue uh, a little later on. We we should have a World Series. Um, we got to have an annual now interview with Ross Morales Riquetto <laughs> about the World Series because he's. We only talk to him when his team is in the World Series. Uh, seems like we have him on every year. Um, every year. And and I'm sure we have Phillies representatives who would like to to join. Maybe it's finally time to get David Pluff on our program. Um, but <laughs> but I before we do before we. Sign off for the Finally. the World Series. I I really want to ch- I wanted to check in on our preseason predictions because I forgot about them. And um, <clears throat> to be completely honest, and uh, it's it's been a stinker. It's, it's an absolute stinker. It's really bad, really bad. Um, first of all, no one picked both of these teams. Obviously, no one picked the Astros and the Phillies to be facing off. But only two people picked the Astros to go to the World Series, which and one of whom was Ross Morales Riquetto. I'm astounded by that. Only one person had the Phillies, but they failed to pick an American League champion. <laughs> so they basically <laughs> eliminated themselves um, from contention. 
Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Matthew Slutsky, um, big Phillies fan. Uh, <laughs> he, um, but we did have two people. So we we know who the winners are. We have two people tied with six points. Matthew, I'm not going to tell you who they are, um, and I want you to pick the tiebreaker. They have they they've tied with a minuscule six points. And they each mi- missed their team's win total by one game. Um, and I and I think. So one of two things. We can pick a tiebreaker or we can give two prizes. Um, maybe maybe you should wait. It's a little bit academic. We could, <laughs> yeah. we could, we could not give two prizes out. <laughs> we could not give two prizes out. Um, and but you know by the time by the time we're actually sending these out with inflation, it's actually going to cost us like six oh. prizes. Um, but. <laughs> But um, so I have a question for you. If you had to pick, is overshooting the win total or undershooting the win total more admirable? Admirable. Or what? What should be what should be the what should be the winner? Who should be the winner? I think. And you can think about it if you'd like to wait until the next episode. Because we're not going to announce it. No. Later. No, we're not. We're not. But I think I think this is just one you have to make a decision. Okay. I, I, I sort of a part part of me is is sort of you know I think overshooting, being too optimistic is just bad fandom. You should always be pessimistic. <laughs> so I, I would sort of go with um, uh, if the, one of these two undershot by a game, they should win. Um, I'm also quite intrigued by. Um, how far the teams they did pick went in the postseason. So um, maybe let's go with that. Let's go with how far their two teams got in the postseason. That's the tiebreaker. All right, we'll send that back to the research team and our contest contest lawyers, and we will announce the winner of our 2022 preseason prediction contest next episode. Uh, we'll, in all likelihood the world series goes through like November 5th. So maybe we'll have another episode before the world series ends, especially if there's a lot to talk about, but it, realistically, you know, based on our, our cadence, we'll probably be doing a world series and, and season wrap up next time around. Um, but uh, Matthew, anything you'll be doing, what, what are you looking for as a, as an analyst um, with this world series? And, you know, it, you know, really break it down to, um, what do you expect out of these two teams, the Phillies and the Astros, especially when it comes to um, what they're doing pregame? Well, I mean, both of these teams have got tremendous flaws. Uh, the the Houston Astros are um, clearly cheaters, and uh, the Philadelphia Phillies um, are are a team of terrible terrible people but i think both of the teams coming into the world series will look as much as they possibly can um uh pre-game in, in each of the seven games i think it's going to go to seven games but in each of those seven games before the before the before the first pitch they will both look to to shag some balls pretty pretty hard shag those balls <laughs> <laughs>